Hey, it's the I Am Kate After Show on After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down season two, episode seven, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello, it's the After Buzz TV I Am Kate After Show. And tonight, we're talking about the episode seven called Kiss and Make up. Hi, Thomas. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Happy Sunday. Uh, Sunday fun day. Happy I Am Kate Sunday. Yes. <laughs> um, let's do some quick intros before we get into it. You All want right. to start? What's up, everyone? I'm Thomas Rulina, and you can find me at Thomas Rulina on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. And I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I tweet from Jeff Masters one Let's do it. This was kind of the continuation of last episode, mm-hmm. the Kris Jenner- Part two. You know I love the Kardashians, so we gotta... I know. It's a continuation of I them. I know. What were your overall thoughts on the episode? I was really happy. I was uh, actually reading some articles online, and it, it's the press is being nice to them about Chris, you know, making amends with Caitlyn. Yeah. I like that. It was so apparent in this episode what a family they are, mm-hmm. um, and what a piece of the family Chris uh, Caitlin and to a larger extent Scott is. Mm-hmm. I think that it was reinforced in this episode. Like Caitlin was like, "Don't forget about us at home," and it was a good reminder. Yeah, it, there's just two. I really like that they reminded us that, you know, for such so much of America, um, transgender people and the the fact that they exist is a new concept for so many people. And I think that it was a nice. Reminder to know that Chris Jenner, she said six months ago, couldn't have told you what transgender mm-hmm. meant. That I think is baffling and bizarre, but you know what? It's she's being honest, which yeah. is great. And then when they were talking about the ID cards and the fact that she didn't know that you could change an ID card or your birth certificate, I think that that is don't gonna... put me at fault, but I actually oh, you didn't mm-hmm. that was actually very educational for me, too. Actually, oh, so you just did you think that they would change their names on the ID card? I just, the whole process just, yeah, so it was really nice for America to see, you know, the whole thing. I think somebody who is in Los Angeles, like a liberal person who doesn't know about the process. Mm -hmm. And I guess you wouldn't if you don't know somebody, like, that's this level. That's why the show is so good, because you, we run into these things and you get education every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's huge. I guess... For, like, the larger population, you don't think about this, the ID card. Yeah. For other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't... Um, and, and why would you? Exactly. It, God, wow. But it yeah. was good, and Chris was very accepting, so it was just... I like that scene. I like how uh, Caitlin came with conviction, like, I'm going to have this conversation, I'm going to apologize. She, it, did you see, like, how she started off, though? She was just like, so your impression of everybody... <laughs> I was like, is that your whole thing, Caitlin? <laughs> like, that's all you got for us? But I like that, though, because, you know, Chris reminded us, you know, when um, Caitlin was Bruce on Kardashians. I mean, Bruce at the time didn't really have that many friends. And, you know, everything that she was saying is just like a reminder to everybody, like, you know, this is true. This is Caitlin in a whole different vibe. Like, Yeah. Was that you know? something that was talked about a lot on the show, his lack of friends? Um, I don't think they highlight it as much, but as viewers watching it, you could tell, you know, Bruce wasn't out with his buddies at the time doing a bunch of things. It was more Chris's thing. So it was a nice reminder because, I mean, this show, Caitlin is with a bunch of her girlfriends having a good time. Yeah. It's also amazing the fact that this 
person has been so well documented on TV. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of able to see like the cracks forming before she came out and said, I am transgender. Yeah, this is like a graduation. Like, I feel like, yeah. you know, six months we're going, I mean, this was like a year ago almost, so. Wow. Oh, and then the, when they dated us in the episode that this was November during Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. then Christmas, I was I, I was so happy to have that, like, placement. Because we were kind of think all season wondering, like, when was this taking place? Exactly. Yeah, but I love that you phrase it as a graduation. It is kind of, you know, and I feel like a lot of Caitlyn's friends have been supportive and have been kind of encouraging. I mean, she did go through a lot. Yeah. And we said goodbye to a lot of the sporting cast in New Orleans. And mm-hmm. I felt like this was like a finale episode, like wrapping it kind of up. It kind of felt like that. But then um, the next season, we I mean, the next episode, we see them going to Mammoth. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that preview. <laughs> I thought somebody was paying attention. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm taking notes and like writing things down uh, to talk about now and then mm-hmm. I miss things. But um, this would be a good, good eye. finale, though. Like, yeah. It would have been a good way to just, you know, but. Yeah. Okay. I know that you're a fan of the Kardashians and Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Tell me this. Kris is handling this so well. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's had to speed up that? coming to terms process and then getting to know you Caitlin process because she's on TV and because we will be scrutinizing how she reacts to this. I think that she's just going about it the way that she would interpret this on or off camera. I think that, you know, she has so many children and they're all going through it together. So it's like a big support group to just everybody kind of be on the same page and just learn. And I'm sure once they found out, they wanted to know everything as as much as possible. Well, yeah, I guess I'm thinking about like, I mean, like families who like kick out like trans youth out of the house, which is a massive problem. Mm-hmm. But to this extent, there's nobody who knew who was Bruce Jenner, mm-hmm. you know, better than Chris Jenner, I would think. Yeah. And now that uh, she's come out and she's Caitlyn, th- I think that Chris would be the hardest to come to terms with it. I do, but she is also the matriarch, and she's the momager. So it's kind of like getting the team to be on this one wavelength. Okay. That's how I see it. Yeah. I think it also really helps (laughs) in a a segue that there are so many issues. Mm -hmm. Like, she named them. She said, like, Lamar was sick, and then Scott Disick, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, The baby was breached. I didn't realize for Kim. I guess it's her second baby at this point. Saint. Saint. God. Oh, these names (laughs) killing me. Um, And then, oh, and then Kim and Kanye moved in. Yeah, no. At this point. They were, at the time, they were still living with Chris, but they don't anymore. <laughs> okay. That yeah. is so funny to me that they were living together. Yeah, they were doing it for a while. Just, you know, their house wasn't ready. And so I believe now they're living in their Bel Air mansion. I think that's what that's amazing. one of the traits reported. Was Kanye a big part of the show when they were living together? Um, he featured on a few episodes. Okay. Yeah. And actually, Lamar's doing so much better now. And he was actually at Kanye's fashion show in New York. Oh, really? So, and... Chloe and him are not together, but you know, Chloe's always gonna have that love for Lamar. So okay, it's nice to see like on this show, you know, he wasn't doing so well, unfortunately, but now we're months later and everybody's in a good place. And yeah. it seems like everybody is still in a good place, so it's good. Yeah, and they're love for each other. They are a family still, mm-hmm. which is amazing. It would be so hard to say like, thank you, Caitlin, but like. Th- and, and write her off. Yeah, exactly. I know they're not going to write her off, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and it was also, remember, Caitlin was also saying, you know, I want to be in your part, a part of your life more now. So yeah. it's kind of like she's solidifying her spot. Yeah, they 
have such a fondness for each other. Mm-hmm. And I like that they don't know, this is my perception, they don't know what their relationship's going to be right now, and mm-hmm. they're figuring that out, but the willingness to figure it out, that is huge. It and is I don't think huge. everybody who is trans has that privilege. Yeah, and it's it's an example. Hopefully people out there that are going through something like this have the encouragement from the family to see that, you know, with time, you know, yeah. things work out. And things will not be the same, but things will work out. Yeah. Absolutely. When uh, Chris came over for the, during the Christmas scene, they were prepping for Christmas. Yes. And she told the story about somebody breaking in. Yes. That, that was an episode? That, um, let me remember. I think, yeah, they did touch on it. I do remember that. That was during the time of Chris's party. And the guy was coming on the property pretending to be like one of the workers. So it was wow. a whole situation, but it was, Kim was home. That was what was reported. Wow. That's a, that I didn't, until Caitlin said that about the number of people in the house, that mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Yeah. That's, I mean, it was just, there's so many moving parts to this, you know, Chris Jenner's parties are huge. It's like a yearly thing that she has these right. Christmas events. So that must've been scary. What was this person's goal? Why did he break in the house? I think he was just a super fan. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. And I'm sure they get that all the time. So um did you say too that they fired all the security team and hired kanye's was that is that confirmed that was what was reported allegedly okay that's really that's a funny rumor (laughs) yeah well they need to make sure that they're taken care of so yeah i don't know want that to happen to me well yeah as rabid of fans as they have i don't know that you like give people a second chance unfortunately when it comes to security Mm -hmm. wow that's my worst nightmare uh to have what caitlin said about like random people around the house at all times yeah like, I'm a morning person just so I can, like, wake up before my roommate gets awake. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, like, a camera crew and PAs and, like, craft services and, like, can I use the bathroom? Like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Um, I... This episode with Christmas, do you think... This was in Christmas Eve, right? They were, like, prepping together for the holidays. Yeah. Caitlin did show up at um, Chris's oh, house. Party. Yeah, she looked amazing. I like that we have so many shows and different, like, viewpoints to compare, like, the story mm-hmm. of, like, what's happening. Exactly. Like, you'll match it up, like, the new season, May 1, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to have the comparison because you see yeah. the two different things. You said she looked amazing. How long ago did you see the episode? Uh, it was last year. It was, like, when they were, like, wrapping up. Okay, but if it was a Christmas episode, they don't they didn't air at Christmas though, right? Yeah, it was like later. Okay. Actually, they don't actually film Chris's Christmas party. That's like one of the things that they kind of don't have on camera. Probably too many big names that they can't. Yeah, like they can't blur out everybody. Yeah, is what I assume. It's always nice though because it kind of like it kind of gives them their privacy as well to have, you know, not the cameras there for these types of things to get wasted, off camera. Whatever they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, then like Scott Disick. Funny pops side back note up. while you're talking about that. Uh, hey, dude, in the Kevin, booth. Kevin and Maria always go to the Kardashians Christmas. Yeah, party she looked year. amazing. I remember seeing their photo. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Where's our invite? I know, I want to go. Can we figure that out? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, the Scott Disick storyline, I think that it's the weirdest combination and when he first got on the show like four episodes ago on I Am Kate's show, I just didn't know what was happening. But now I see that they're both the people that are, you know, divorced from a member of the Kardashians mm-hmm. and yet still a Kardashian and yet still an outsider. And I think that their bond is really amazing. I do too. I think it's unbreakable. Yeah. It's forever. And I see them opening up together mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah, it was nice when Chris came in the house. Like, 
it was almost like they were just like hanging out like just as friends and yeah. i don't know it was just such a nice yeah. new vibe yeah oh, oh i'm sorry i'm saying i'm scott yeah no oh, him okay. as well oh yeah okay yeah. Gotcha. um yeah and it just i a recurring theme that we keep seeing is people say that um Bruce, they had a hard time getting to know and opening up. Mm-hmm. And now that she is able to be honest about everything, mm-hmm. uh, she just seems so much more like able to connect with people. Yeah, she like acknowledges um, the tail end of, you know, then him, their marriage together. It wasn't working out because of just the frustrations within himself at the time. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that, you know, and they went through all that stuff with Vanity Fair and all of the shade that was like being reported. Yeah. You know, but now everybody is just found common ground. Yeah. So it's nice. I don't have too much experience with Scott mm-hmm. um, sexually. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't have too much experience like on TV. <laughs> um, watching him, I haven't seen the show in a while, but I feel like this is a drastically softer side of him than we've oh, seen. Oh, yeah. This right? was, yeah, this was um, him post. Um, the rehab part of what he was doing. So it was nice to see. That's why Caitlin was talking to him about sobriety and I things see. like that. So it was like a good time to shoot with him as well because it was the holidays. Yeah. And going through something like that, you know. And are Scott and Courtney w- w- trying to make it work or is it pretty done? Now, it looks like they're trying to make it work. I follow Courtney Kardashian on Snapchat. So he features on his and some of Kim's as well. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's a different relationship with somebody who is sober. And as, like, crazy as he got. Yeah, and I've always said this. I mean, I'm such a fan of theirs. I feel like they have three children, and they are just a great couple together. I think, you know, every couple that's together, they're always going to have issues. But Scott seems to be the one that's always wanting to make it work, as well as Courtney. So I'm happy for them. And the kids. Yeah, you have to, yeah, rally for the kids. Yeah. And as big of celebrities as they are in the craziness of their family specifically mm-hmm. um the craziness of like people's reactions to them and like what's going on everything is under a microscope yeah and they're already in the circle of trust i imagine it would be a lot easier to try to save this relationship than mm-hmm. to and that's safer like I don't, I don't know if it can be salvaged but like it feels like that would be like a safer try to try to make happen yeah i i feel like it is gonna happen when when it's the right time. Yeah. And speaking of having the right time, Caitlin's TBD surgery. Yes. So we met Marcy Bauer uh, talking about gender confirmation surgery, also known as they said tonight, genital reassignment surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- it's a lot of names, so I'm just keeping it at um, gender confirmation surgery. Okay. I think that's like uh, the nicer phrasing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like gender confirmation, like it has just like a, that positive connotation. Yeah. Um, I like that they made it um, a definite uh, stance to say like, hey, not all trans people have this surgery mm-hmm. and not all 20%. trans people need to have it. And that, yeah, 20% That's is smaller than percentage. I thought. I was thinking they were going to say 50. Mm-hmm. But um, I like that they like made the point to say like, like you don't need, like genitals do not make or not make you one or gender or the other. Mm-hmm. I like that that was made point. Did you not feel like Jennifer Finley Boylan was being a bit pushy? 
Kind of. I didn't want to say that, but you can kind of... <laughs> Do you want me to say it? <laughs> you know what? I feel like because she's already gone through this, it's almost like when somebody wants you to do something that they do, it's almost like you're rooting them on. You want them to do it. You want them to go through the same experience. But I feel like with Caitlyn, I'm happy that she's taking her time with it. And I don't feel like she's being pushed, but I do see your point. I just thought that she was... I, I, Jennifer is like the wise best friend who is like, how do you feel great? What what do you want to do? Never mm-hmm. telling you what to do. And I feel like she, as she said tonight, she had the surgery and she had such a positive reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, gender confirmation, it confirmed it for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's really clouding her. I, I, yeah. I think that maybe this is also like the cut you know, an editor cut this scene. It was a much longer scene in real life. I'm sure. And I wonder, but um, I I think maybe, I'm hoping it's presented more of like, this is an option. Yeah. And one that you're able to afford. Caitlin. Exactly. I mean, $25,000. Right. And then I like too that they mentioned um, your beautiful face work. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important that we're having these conversations because, mm-hmm. um, again not everybody can afford it but quite a few people do choose to have some like um you know facial um that's why jenny said that she had waited like 40 years to actually do the surgery so i think in her 40s she's not that old (laughs) um or is she is she 60 i'm not sure i just i felt like she i don't know was just trying to sell it yes to kate and I think she did a good job. And I and what do you think? Do you think that Caitlin's going to go through with the surgery? Or what do you think? Um, I do not know. But I don't think that we as viewers and or like non-members of the family will ever know. I wonder if she'll ever tell us. I think that's going to be a... I think that's going to be a question for Caitlin to decide. If she wants to let the world in on that. Because that is a huge huge announcement a huge step and i don't see a reason that we would need to know it mm-hmm. you know per se that's true and again um yeah like I, I i don't see a reason to tell anybody like beyond like her family like so that they can care for her mm-hmm. <laughs> after the surgery but also um if she wants to open up of course she can but like yeah. beyond someone maybe she's like dating or relationship with eventually mm-hmm. i just don't see that that would ever need to be a public announcement yeah, I don't think it would be a public announcement, but I feel like she's really showing viewers that she's really thinking about it. So we're on this journey. Again, it's a new journey, but yeah. it's still part of the transgender um, lifestyle. Yeah. But it's like we're being introduced to new things that I'm sure has never come into conversation with some people. Absolutely not. And a lot of the um, trans icons i don't want to use that word um i'll use icon it's totally fine yeah (laughs) they are trans icons (laughs) i'm thinking of people like the janet mocks and laverne coxes these are all people that we know and respect and look up to Mm -hmm. and they came to us in the public eye um post-transition yes so to have this conversation of how like far do i want to go and the steps and like just the question of like um do i want to do this and do i have to have to no want to we don't know yeah. So that's amazing. That's kind of nice too for people point. that are going through it. It's like no pressure because I would think that if somebody were trying to transition, it's like, you know, there's not everybody has it in this particular order. Yeah. And this conversation's made her so uncomfortable all season. Mm-hmm. So I think to have this conversation with the doctor, even um, just the fact that they're questioning whether or not to have the surgery on TV is radical. I know. It's <sighs> pretty wild. 
Amazing. God. <laughs> Breakthroughs. And, yeah, and I love Marcy's, before we get off the subject, I love Marcy's analogy of the you're playing the trombone, this is the playing the violin. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Good analogy. Oh, God. The art and science <laughs> of crafting this. It's amazing. We live for that one. I know. Okay, so the other big storyline of this season has been Candace finding love. It's slowly morphed into Candace finding a family, which has morphed into Candace now potentially wanting to adopt. I kind of like that they touch on, you know, Candace's dreams pretty much because... I feel like when we're watching Kate, it's a lot to digest. So when we switch over to her story or Shandy's story or any of the other women, I think it's it's nice to have a mix-up. And it's so relatable, too. Exactly. I mean, you don't have to be a transgender person to deal with some of the obstacles that she's going through. Oh, Everybody my God. is going through a struggle. Yeah. And I really liked Kate's... Um advice that you're looking for somebody to motivate you you Mm -hmm. need to motivate yourself exactly and it's nice to actually see the realness and see like her really question questioning like where she's at in her life right i think that's what makes people feel related relatable to her yeah uh, absolutely and i think that we've always been on candace's side and that's Mm -hmm. really important for the show on the whole because we've been on and off of sides for caitlin yeah, exactly. Um, Are we seeing the baby first or the boyfriend first with her? Um, I think that it's. I think that because the baby storyline is still not definite of, of an answer, mm-hmm. that since we have one more episode, yeah. I think we'll finish that up. Yeah. I think unfortunately we're not going to see like the Hollywood happy ending for Candace and in, in this season yes. <laughs> since we have one more episode. Hopefully we'll have another one. Yes. Yes. We will. <laughs> Um, I, I think as of now, it's not officially been decreed that the show is canceled, but I know. all the rumors on the streets say it is. I do. I see, I read press a lot, so I see, and I'm, every time I see, like, a renewal, they just renewed a Housewife franchise. This, I'm always paying attention if they're gonna bring it back. I know, rumors are saying no, but officially no word has been said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting that Candace is... I guess, you know, she said she didn't want to go through the adoption, even though Chandy and Caitlin were talking to her more about that. Mm -hmm. But her main reason, what she say, is that she would have to disclose that she's trans to these young mothers if she wants to go that route. And I think it's so interesting that as an out proud trans woman, that that is kind of like the limit. Exactly. You know, know. she deals with so much. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she might be turned down and rejected by a couple of these mothers. Yeah, she was about to start crying. I was like, enough. Like, I feel so bad for her. Yeah, it kind of is like, how much do you want to put yourself through? Yeah. And she, um, and obviously she's had a struggle, but I think it's interesting that she doesn't view it as like, well, that's just something I have to do to like, to have this child. Mm -hmm. It just is something of a like, well, I'm not going to do it. It's be too hard. And I kind of think it's really brave to know yeah. about yourself. But I also think it's like it's also brave to say, like, I can handle it. She's a strong woman. Exactly. And I love how Shandy is so supportive. She's like, get out of your negative thoughts. And yes. she's that friend that you have in your life that just pushes you to, you know, just keep keep going. Yeah. And even Caitlin said that, I mean, this was such a, like the motivational, like uh, sports person in her. Um, difficult is not an excuse not to do it. Right. And I was like, you're right. Yes. I think she's going to end up doing it. I think it's just the timing and just getting everything in order. I think... It's a lot. I 
obviously this is something that we are not being shown a lot on camera, like the thought process. Yeah. But it's such a big decision to have a child and then an even bigger one to have one as a single parent. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is not the most like ideal situation to raise a kid. Yeah. How could it be? Yeah. Whether or not that's going to influence her or not. I just think, um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it is it is going to be an entirely different situation for the child and for the parent, but... I just think it'll be so much harder, you know? Yeah, I feel at this point, you know, Candace just is... I feel like she wants the fairy tale. It's not going in order. And I feel like she's just trying to find that dream, like trying to find one of her dreams to come true. Right. I, I don't know um, what happened, but for, she was dating this guy for like seven or eight years yeah they did touch on that a little bit yeah i wonder why they never had this conversation i know it just seems like in a long relationship like that that would be something that would be discussed yeah so i i don't know there i will say that is a long long period of time for a relationship (laughs) longer than any of mine by like seven and a half um just kidding i'm actually not kidding (laughs) i cannot but (laughs) um i to echo all the other girls on the show I think Candace would be such a good mom. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think even Kris Jenner saying that reaffirmed that. I mean, Kris Jenner is a mom of six. So, yeah. ten in total, but, you know. And I loved, like, Candace asking the mom questions. Like, how did you Christmas shop for 90 people? <laughs> she was getting a view of Kris Jenner's daily schedule. Yeah, I like Chris's, uh answer of, you have no idea. <laughs> she, like, starts in October. She's like, you can't return anything. It's past the expiration date. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's segue into some predictions. Okay. Talk about next week. Um, what did we see in the... And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, well, the sound cue go... Uh, just kidding. Um, what did we see in next week coming up? So they're going to Mammoth yes, skiing. That's exciting. I don't. I hate cold weather, so I won't watch that episode. Um, uh, stop. <laughs> we saw Caitlin kissing Candace, which is just like... I feel like we took a step back with that. I know. That, that should have came tried that already. I know. Or didn't we do that with Chris too? Like yeah. where they kissed? Guys, we're over this. Yeah. Um, and then the the big thing that caught my eye was the mention of Ted Cruz and Republicans mm-hmm. and Jennifer Finley Boylan's discussion with Caitlin saying, like, these are the people that are your people as a Republican. Exactly, yeah. And she said, these are not my people. And yet, as we know, fairly recently, Caitlin came out and said she would be the trans advisor. I think she's just over being scrutinized. I really do. I think to get through the conversation, I mean, I'm not sure exactly where Caitlyn, her standpoint is right now, like present day. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just for that, for that show, I feel like she just kind of was just going through it a little bit. (laughs) It's a lot. I just think that the things that Ted Cruz has said about trans people are so horrendous. Yeah. That, even if she, he's going to give jobs to people, like, how can you look at that as a trans person? I know. That's going to be very difficult. And if trans people are not, like, making the right decisions for trans people, like, how can you expect, like, other people in politics who are not trans? It just, like, it it takes the village, people. I would hope that people step in and kind of, I mean, we still have a few more months to go before the final decision. So I hope that from now until then, hopefully, I mean, she has been open-minded to what the women have said. And she is a listener. I mean, you know, I feel like she is going to make the right decision 
for herself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any my opinion. Yeah. Um, any predictions coming up for next episode? It's the season finale, possibly the series finale. What are you looking forward to seeing? Um, you know, I'm actually glad on this episode everybody was back in Malibu. I we needed to get off the bus. I don't know about you. I agree. But it was nice to have the little change up. But I'm hoping to see the finale a little bit more at the family. I know we saw Scott tonight, which was nice, and we saw Chris. But seeing the family come and rally, and I feel like yeah. having more of them in there would be nice. So I'm predicting hopefully another Kardashian appearance. <laughs> at least one. There's yeah. many. Give them one. Yeah. Um, it, I, I enjoyed seeing them off the bus. I liked seeing Caitlyn in her natural surrounding. We natural feel like the bangs. <laughs> Do you like the um, Caitlyn bangs? I'm not the biggest fan, but I didn't hate them. Yeah. It I was just... nice. It was nice that it was midway through, I felt, for me. <laughs> I agree. Um, I, I said it's her natural surrounding, meaning this, like, multi-million dollar mansion. Right. <laughs> but the um, the bus, to me, was the docu-series of the show. Yeah. We're traveling America. We're, like, seeing what it's like. We're spreading the gospel. And now they're back in Malibu to, like, close it out. Yeah. And it's... Um, I I like the little dinner party. I like seeing Candace cooking for Chandy. And yeah, her. no, that was nice. Like a normal I was Tuesday expecting night. maybe two more people to come in, but it was nice to just have them three because, you know, the smaller group you have, the better conversation. Yeah, and I want to believe that these girls are going to stay friends. Oh, yeah, definitely. These are, like, friends for life. But they seem so close now, but they've only known each other for about a year based on you the know. show filming. Sometimes you just meet friends and you just click. You know yeah. how it is. I think it's so important to have those friends, too, as a baby trans person, as I call Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, and even Chris was even saying how she admired the group that, you know, she developed over the past year. And ca- developed and cast. Yeah, exactly. It is a show. It is a Just show. Kidding. No, I think it's an amazing group. I think that the supporting characters on the show save it and allow Caitlin to just be Caitlin without worrying about, am I being likable? Mm-hmm. They and, just give it to her just how they are, so it's nice. Yeah. I, I, I like the... The, like, pompous version of, like, the scholar in me wants to believe that in, like, 10 years, like, they're going to look back at I Am Kate and be like, look at this. Right? Look at this artifact. It's, like, the best home videos that they're going to have forever. Yeah, and just, like, in classrooms. Like, what are they going to say about Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah, it was nice. Now, like, we're off the bus. I feel like it was just nice to see them on the road and to actually, for viewers at home, to see what's going on in middle America and like in this bus. But now being back in Malibu, I'm really happy that we're here again. Yeah. Yes. We need to like have her at home too. Yeah. Next episode will be great. Yeah. It's our finale. Oh my yes. God. Um, where can the good people find you online? We can continue the conversation. Yes. Throughout the week. You guys can find me at Thomas Relina on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. And I tweet from Jeff masters one. We'll see you next week guys. Good night. See you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 